0: Welcome to the Warriors of Education podcast, bringing you heartwarming and real conversations with teachers on the front line of education from across the country. I am Karen Sarah Watson, and I am a teacher. This podcast is for those who want to better understand the experiences of today's teachers. Come join us. Today, I am talking to Kristen Cafferty, Um, who happens to be an old friend from, that I went to high school with, and um, Kristen, tell me about yourself. Where do you live,
1: and what do you teach? Well, we were friends way before high school, FYI, but yes, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so I um, live in Clinton, Connecticut, but I teach in East Haven. I teach at a, basically a magnet school. It's first through eighth grade, I am the art teacher there. I have been at that school since its um, inception 25 years ago. I've been the only art teacher there so I'm now at the point where I'm starting to have students of students which is mind bending. (laughs) Um, And it's uh, East Haven is a very diverse economic background so it's I that's one of the reasons why I love it because Art is something that I get to bring to some families that may not have it um, in their lives other than at school. Um, so yeah, I've been there for about 25 years and I teach first to eighth grade and it's a handful, but I love having the babies and all the way up to the more challenging middle schoolers. But, and I've had my middle schoolers since they were in first to third grade. So I think that makes a huge difference for middle school. So, um, well,
0: first of all, how is your family doing through
1: all this, um, we're most importantly? Going on. Yes, I also have two teenagers, a freshman and a junior, so, um, and they're big sports kids. So I think that's actually the hardest part is them not being part of their sports teams. They're doing everything remotely, but you know, they normally train with their team. So I think that's probably the hardest for them um, emotionally, but we're doing well. We're all healthy. So um, tell me how has
0: been the transition from um, being in a classroom to remote teaching? How has that been for you?
1: Um, Well, I, you know, I'm really trying to look at it as a challenge and um, old dogs, new tricks, but I am enjoying the new tricks kind of. Um, I am not a technology girl, but I am becoming one fast. My district took a good solid two and a half weeks before we started um, remote teaching, which I think was brilliant, because we've kind of watched other districts um, start right away and stumble a little bit, which I'm not saying that we didn't stumble, for sure, um, and, you know, kind of step back and regroup, but we kind of got to learn what other people are working on and how to, and we prepped. So when we started, we really started out strong, which I think was a great call. Um, I... You know, I, I used, I resourced a lot of other people. We actually took our technology teachers and turned them into support staff, support teachers, as opposed to teaching their technology classes, which, again, was brilliant. Um, and so, yeah, my dining room is my art room and my classroom and my video studio, um, I received a few emails saying that I could become a new, a new YouTube star. So that might be something that I look into.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Uh, it's never too my late. My kids will be going out to college. I will need to fill my time somehow. So I, um, I'm, it's the only, the hardest part for me is not getting that energy from my kids. Um, I'm doing a lot of, everything I'm doing is in um, I, either in Screencastify or or um, iMovie because I want them to see my face. Um, they So I do a lesson, My my lessons will look like me. I'll show them me looking right at the camera, kind of talking to them, sometimes briefly, just like what we're going to be doing. And then I... Turn the camera kind of down onto my hands and show them how to do the project. I've started to learn how to kind of put like the titles in so that I can something where I would look at them, and you know slow down and say you know what's a horizon line or you know I those times when I would slow down. I'm now adding kind of a visual in so that I'm saying it and they're reading it at the same time, and then I will take different um, pictures. Offline to show them specific models of things so it's coming out great, but it takes an entire day to do one lesson. Um, so I have started to bunch my 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 grade levels. my one two is now going to be doing a lesson, my two three, and uh, no, my one two and my three four will now be doing lessons. and I felt guilty, but I have to get over it because I teach you know, eight grade levels. So, but it's, it's, it's an interesting transition and trying to interact with them in real time is, is something that we're all learning as well.
0: So, um, it sounds like you got a lot of support in the beginning. Do you have a very supportive administration and do you feel like that they prepared you? It sounds like you've been prepared, um, compared to a lot of other people. Um,
1: yeah i mean I, I would say i mean we 're we 're all stumbling in the dark when none of us really know it 's a first for all of us so but yes they they are supportive we 're listening to each other as to what we need. Um, an example is at one point before we started, I had um, Google classrooms for all my different grade levels and then Um, the administration, the superintendent said, um, we're going to switch and we're going to put all of the specialists in the homeroom Google Classroom. And I waved flags and said, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, that's just going to be visually too much for students to be able to take in. Because mostly the younger grades had never worked with google classroom before or or very very little so and their families have no idea what it is so thankfully they did listen and and understood that you know if we're all adding to the same google classroom that's just going to be Too much. So things like that, you know, I'm thankful that they're listening to us and we're on kind of the front lines of it. So what's working, what's not working. Um, You know, I've used a lot of Facebook resources and put myself on a lot of um, pages where, um, you know, people are sharing what's working and what's not working. And that is an incredible resource. I don't know if we could have done this. Five ten years ago, you know, I don't know how that we would have just had to shut down. But I think with the technology that we have now, I think it makes it it makes it easier.
0: So, how is it for your students? I mean, like, what are you getting feedback from your students?
1: Um, for me, I'm I, I don't know if I'm a fair judge to talk about the rest. And you can understand this with you know being kind of a specialist teacher yourself is. I'm a safe place for a lot of my students. I'm um, yeah. you know, I'm not so sure I'm teaching them art right now as much as I'm doing art therapy. Um, I'm teaching them lessons. I want them to, you know, I'm doing a lot of uh, review of things that we've done in the past. And I'm trying to be my s- crazy, silly self and use my weird accents and, you know, all my like <laughs> funny, silly things that I do. And it's not the same when you don't have the kids giggling. Um, but, um, I, they're enjoying mine because I am kind of that free time. And, um, I would say I did a little data to send to my principal just because I was curious and I'm getting about, I would say 70%, um, from my younger kids and I'm getting, um, a good 95 plus percent, um, from my older kids because they're used to it. They're used to working kind of and handing things in digitally and the younger kids, they can't do it by themselves. They need their families to help them. And that's one thing. And I'm sure we're kind of going to talk about that as well, but you know, we have families who have lost their jobs and we have families whose parents are working in hospitals and they're coming home and the last thing in the world I want them to worry about is getting little Johnny onto Google Classroom to do a coloring project. If he picks up a bunch of crayons and works, when, you know, and colors something, great! If he doesn't, spend time and snuggle him because, you know, like I'm not worried about it. But trying to find out who those families are and what they need, um, that's really tough. That's really do you think tough.
0: that Do you think that the system is flexible in terms of like understanding that this is really hard to get the results or do you do you feel any pressure about getting results?
1: I do not feel any pressure. I do think there are some to be, I'm going to be very careful how I word this. Um, I do think there are some people in education right now that are holding on to curriculum and need to let it go. Um, It's not, I just Personally, and this is coming as a mom and a teacher of 25 years, I don't think that's what's important right now. Um, and this is coming from someone who I'm a mom of a junior in high school, and I'm really freaked out by the fact that he has, he's taking three AP classes, and what in the world is that going to look like? And how is this going to impact his college? And so I get it, but in the same sense, this is something none of us can, uh, could ever have foreseen or, and none of us have lived for before. So I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're getting other stuff right now. Like they're learning empathy and my kids are learning how to cook and they're learning time management and they're learning organization and all those kind of things. So, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not so worried about curriculum. So how
0: are you managing being a mom and being a teacher at the same time?
1: Um, well, and I'm trying to do it right now because my dog needs to go out. So <laughs> I'm trying to text my daughter to do that. Uh, so hold on, come get dog. Um, so how am I doing? Um, well, my daughter's very self-sufficient. She's my freshman. Um, my son, as um I have mentioned to you in the past, it has ADHD. My daughter does as well. It just looks very different in her and it doesn't, um, She's just different. But his um his organizational skills are very, very weak. So it's really hard to um not kind of get in his way um too much because he's 17, but also not let him stumble and fall on his face and get so frustrated that he shuts down. Um and teach and create my lessons all at the same time. So we're we're doing okay, but um it's, adju- it's an adjustment. It, it is. What is the hardest part for you about all this? Um, hmm. As a mom, keeping things right, keeping things normal, keeping some kind of routine and not letting everybody just kind of slack. Um, and as a teacher, the hardest part is not seeing my students and not, uh, you know, there are, as the art teacher, there are lots of kids that I check in on all the time. And, and it's not just that I'm an art teacher, but I'm also a teacher that they have from first all the way through eighth grade. So they know me well and I know them well, especially when they get older. And there's some kids that I check in on several times a day. And whether it's that they love art or we just have some sort of a connection or my classroom is near their classroom, whatever it is, um, knowing that they don't, you know, hoping that they have somebody else that they're checking in with right now and that they're okay is, is tough.
0: Now, do you teach some underserved, underserved communities? Like, do you teach, um, like, what is, like, how would you describe the demographics of the school that you teach at? Uh,
1: Very diverse. So we have, you know, down, we're on the shoreline. um, So some of our families are, are wealthy, but we have, you know, we're, completely uh free lunches and breakfasts now so that's how that will give you an indication of how many um low-income families that we have
0: and how has it been how has it been for some of the low income families like in terms of having access to internet having access to materials i mean how have you how have you dealt with that
1: our district um handed out a lot of computers
0: Um, and they all they were all able to get it like everyone got one
1: that I don't know because I I wasn't I I, I wasn't there when they actually handed them out but I do know that they um they offered in every way shape or form they could find ways to communicate with families they did let them know that you know come and get um, and internet providers are being very um considerate right now so I think that has helped I do not know of any families in my district, in my school, that um, are not online and have no way to get online. So, as far as I can tell, we've done a really great job of connecting them through, um, through our technology means. And that's, you know, most of it is Chromebooks. Okay,
0: that's good, I mean, and you know a lot of what's happening in New York City is that there's a lot of students who still aren't on a line. I mean, um, I talked to someone yesterday who said that that some parents are just definitely afraid of having anybody come in and set up their internet because of the yeah. virus, yeah. so um there's just kids who are not getting it, and um I think that is definitely the hardest part about this whole remote teaching is that you're not able to reach everybody right. but it's it's good that you that they that you it seems like they, they got that out to the students that needed it and yeah and
1: and i i also think that we need to have some people in a district that that's what they're doing that they're kind of focusing on connecting people to the internet and focusing on making sure everybody is getting what they need um but I think the majority of us need to focus on who's in front of us right now. Um, just, just because we can't spread ourselves so thin, because this is a lot more work. Now, I know that there are some teachers out there that are just kind of like throwing stuff up onto the internet and you know up into their classrooms and you know taking from YouTube and things, and that's fine. What you know, everybody's got their own thing. But um, you know, those of us that are kind of really trying to be face to face with our kids somehow um, really connect with them and give them feedback on their work. You know, I'm individually, I think I have over 350 students and every project, every check-in that they're sending to me, I am writing a comment back or sending a quick video back. You know, I had one eighth grader and a lot of unions are kind of poo pooing, you know, the one-on-one FaceTimes, but, when my kids need me, my kids need me. And I had an eighth graders, like, I'm just totally stuck on this project. You know, can, you know, I know you, you would have, you would be over my shoulder right now, helping me go walk through this. And you're not here. Like I could hear the frustration in her email and I'm like, let's hop on zoom. Like let's, if you're by, if you're at your table now, I'm here, like hop on zoom. If you don't want to, don't show up. And up she came and she showed me a project. And we just kind of pretended we were in my classroom and it took five minutes of my time. I bawled my eyes out afterwards because, you know, it's just, um, that's what I miss is that, you know, normally it's like, you're doing great, wonderful colors. Like, oh my gosh, those shapes are amazing. And what do you, do you, you know, like, what do you think about, you know, just walking around my classroom, doing that like all the time. And now it's sending them, me- pulling up their pictures, sending a message, sending it back, pulling it up again. So, so but it needs to be done because they need, they need that. I mean, and that's- it's normalcy. there's, there's a connection and it's a normalcy. That they need both. I mean, the, part of the reason I
0: wanted to do this podcast is I feel like that um, the general public doesn't really understand like how dedicated teachers are. Um, I did my, I did my, um, I did my uh, documentary film on it, and um, and I wanted to do this because people like you, it's like teachers really deeply care about their students. Like it's not just like you know, I've seen people talk about how, oh, teachers have it easy now. They don't even, you know, they can just throw stuff up online. But I I have yet to meet a teacher who isn't like agonizing over the fact that they can't see their students. You know, it's like your second family. Like, these are your kids, you know, and I really hear that from you.
1: I don't, you know, listen, in every career, there are people that could use finding a different career, <laughs> and that education is no different, but the majority of teachers, we don't have a, cho- we just don't have a choice to be, like, I. it's kind of how I tell my students about being an artist, I'm like, if you're an artist, you don't have a choice, you just need to create, like, it's just in you, and I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'll say, like, I don't expect you all to be like that, but I want you to learn some art, you know, theories and, and, and tricks and skills. But some of you, this is going to be something that you do for the rest of your life, because you have no choice. It's in cells. I feel that way about education. There is, it is an incredibly hard, many times thankless, um, but yet absolutely wonderful, incredibly rewarding job that I know I have no choice but to do. I would, if I left, when I leave teaching and retire, I know I will find something that looks pretty darn similar. It's just who I am. Um, And so, and I feel like that's a lot of people. I think there are some teachers that are just kind of, not sure how to do this. And maybe they're scared to death themselves about what's going on and maybe they're not good with technology. So yes, I think there's a small percentage, but the majority is what you're saying. Karen is, Mm -hmm. is absolutely dedicated, you know, working twice the number of hours that normally we're working. I mean, I stay up at night, like thinking like, all right, how am I going to do, I need to teach them that skill because when we do go back, and I have them for two or three more years, I need them to have that, but how am I gonna do that remotely? Like, it's, it's every waking moment.
0: Yeah, so tell me, can you walk me through your day? What a, a day looks like teaching for a teacher teaching remotely?
1: Right now, and, and this is gonna slightly change, and we had a, um, right now it's, it's, it's been kind of chaos. I will come on, I'll kind of check my email. Like I will, what, time, what time do you get on in the morning? Um, I'm usually getting on around nine and I'm not saying that I'm not starting to buzz around, but like I try to be mom and get the kids rolling and my kids rolling and get them up and whatever they're supposed to be doing. And, um, their, their high school has kind of revamped their schedule. So now they are actually supposed to be reporting to classes online throughout the day. So they may not actually have to virtually be there, but they will have to. You know when when it's biology class time that's when they're supposed to be doing biology so anyway so i'm trying to get them started in the morning and then at 9 thirty, nine o'clock i kind of come to my dining room and i usually i'm checking email i'm kind of starting to prep a project i am having to like shower and do hair and makeup because <laughs> i am viewing myself there may or may not be a little um, color spray going on into the hair. <laughs> yeah, I no, think-
0: no hairdressers these days. So, <laughs> There's yeah, no hairdressers.
1: Yep. And um, let me just say, I'm very thankful that I have my curls to um, maybe hide some things because I may- i don't want my videos to be like, is that Mrs. Cafferty or is that like her mother or grandmother? Because <laughs> <laughs> in about a month, it's going to look like that. Oh, God. <laughs> trying to make the videos now but um so but you know so and then I kind of do the videos and that's what's going to change is now I'm going to kind of make a schedule this weekend and um, I'm going to have days when I'm just videoing and I may or may not be accessible to the kids that day um just because I have to have some sort of a pattern and, and they need to know this is the day I'm going to be checking work. This is the day that I will be inputting grades and the grades are really just, you did it, you know, just so that we can see who's participating. Yeah. So,
0: um, so, I mean, like, I'm just curious about the hours that you're putting in Are do you feel like you're putting in more hours now um, than when you were at school?
1: Yes. Hands down. Um, yes. Absolutely, it's um. I would probably say so. I start about eight thirty. Normally, I'm in school by eight o'clock, and I leave about three o'clock. And I'm really kind of still doing work at least till five. Um, And then I am continuing to check and respond to emails throughout the night. And I'm. I know I shouldn't. Like I know I should turn it off. But if they're sitting down and doing their project, and they need my advice, or I've told them not to move on until the next step. Yeah. Takes me two seconds. So, I mean, that's um, what I'm finding. I'm finding teachers are
0: saying like, it's like, this is uh, so much more work for, um than they ever have done because it's it is an all-night thing and how are parents with you I mean have you how has that been um I've, I've heard different stories about like the way parents have been involved I've heard a lot of support systems I've heard other te- like parents getting involved in their classroom like what is what is the parent um situation with you
1: um so I've had nothing but good responses back from my parents and again I think it's the nature of my subject is that I think families are doing the projects together in some cases. Um, I told you I had one I had one mom that's like, I just watched your video. Like you could be a YouTube star. Like I really enjoyed it and I learned so much. And I was like, that's great. She's like, I promise you I'll subscribe to your channel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you I'll go. Keep that in mind. Right now I'm a little overworked right now, but <laughs> I'll add that to my agenda for later <laughs> yeah. on life but um and I think you know I just actually before you and I got on I was checking some some projects and see if anybody else handed something in and one of the moms sent it was a it's a first grader and I sent them like bubble painting so they kind of put these soap and paint into little containers and blow bubbles and then smash the paper on top of them. And it just comes out really cool. Oh my God.
0: I want to do that.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's so fun. I'll send you my video. I'll send you my YouTube video. And, uh, but it's, it's super fun. And, Um, she sent me a picture of the finished work that um, the first grader what and then I scrolled down and she had taken a picture of um, him working with his sixth grade brother who also goes to my school and he was doing the project too and I'm like and like and I do you know I really truly believe that that's what this is all about is slowing us down and I mean it's scary and it's but I'm trying very hard to look at the bright side of all of this is that my family is you know healthy and we're appreciating each other we're spending more time together like I I'm always teased that I want to retire from teaching and you know take up new hobbies but I know like that's one thing that this has shown me I'm like I miss my kids I am not ready to retire I love my job it's possible maybe I'll never retire like I love what I do so I'm getting great feedback from parents um I do know that some parents are concerned about the workload, and as I've mentioned, we have a couple of families that um, their parents work at Yale, um, New Haven Hospital um, as doctors or nurses, and so they're coming home to their younger kids who are not self-sufficient on technology, and they, you know, they they're they're exhausted. And if, you know, they may have younger kids and no one to kind of help them out. So my heart breaks for those families and I'm hoping that they're, you know, and actually it's on my list to do is I found out a couple of those families, I'm sending them an email saying, please just throw some color you know, crayons in front of them. and, And if they'd rather do Legos, great. If they don't want to, and they'd rather do double math or whatever, play outside, I don't care. Like, I just want you guys to be okay. And don't stress about it because of course. Yeah. You know, so we, have to, be yeah. Yeah, we it have to be flexible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It requires flexibility. We
1: have to be, you know, that we have to have some empathy for what is going on in some of these families. And we don't know. And you know, that's something that teachers always have to keep in mind is you never know what is going on at home and who is hungry and who's, you know, lives in an abusive home. And Who knows what's going on? And now to add all of this on top of all, you know, on top of that, it's a lot. And we just have to keep in mind that, and I actually wrote this to um, my colleagues last night, is right now it's not about the curriculum. It's taking care of their heart and soul right now, not the academics in, in their mind. We need to take care of their spirits right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely true. And I love that you are so deeply caring about it. I mean, it just, it's just, it's, I'm really touched by it actually. Um, but I wanted to, um, just to, you know, to shift gears a little bit. I just, I would love to hear, do you have any stories about like being online? Any funny stories about this remote learning that you've experienced or? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, share? it's hard when, you know, it, communi- communication is a lot harder when you're not kind of feeding off of them. So I've had, I've had some kids that you know I, I've t- I've done a step by step video and shown multiple examples, and then they're like showing me a picture and they're holding it up and they're smiling as big as they possibly can, and it looks nothing like it's supposed <laughs> to. I can't know none of the techniques that I've tried to show them, none of the color theory, whatever it was. I'm like, great job, Johnny. I'm so proud of <laughs> you, know? but it's okay. Make a note that next year we're going to have to work on that. Um, but um, And then there's just some that, you know, I have uh, an eighth grader that they're doing kind of a bigger project that we do every year. And that, that's one of the things that's kind of heartbreaking is some of my, my students, I have them for, you know, up to seven you know plus years and they really look forward to specific projects as they get older and we we do a cow parade project and I don't know if you're familiar with the cow the cow parades giant ceramic cows that they put in cities and it's a big yes. fundraiser You've probably yeah. and so we take big giant cutouts of cows and they why make it into an art history project where they have to pick a famous artist and they take three or more of their artworks and kind of mosh them together and put them onto the cow. And they usually have to do a, you know, a, a report and everything, but I'm just keeping it simple to the reg the cow this time. And they were really looking forward to it. And so, you know, it's just some of my kids they'll I'll say, all right, so the next check-in you have to send me the three pictures that, that you're going to use on your cow, the materials that you're going to use. And, um, Which which cow you're gonna do, and I'll have a kid that'll write. I'm gonna use the materials I have at home. Okay, okay. Um, I have no idea what that is. So if you could be a little more (laughs) specific. Most of the time, and you know, I did some Zoom um meets yesterday, and you know, because I need to see their faces, and some of them, you know, all the way across the top of the Zoom everybody's blocked out, like, it's just me, everybody else is, like, turn their cameras off, their videos off, and I'm, like, all right, so I guess I'll put on a show for you, it's, you know, there's, like, there's just little things that, like, make me laugh, and it's not the same as school, where they make me laugh all the time, and, you know, yeah,
0: well, that's a, that's a great story, well, um,
1: I think that, um,
0: I just, I'm very grateful that you you came and did this with me. Um, I'm glad. It's nice to see your face after so many times. It's, um, I just I get inspired every time I talk to a new teacher, and I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you as a fellow teacher, but also as a human being, saying you are an essential worker. You um, teachers really deserve to to be recognized. I don't think that they're being recognized enough and i'm just happy to have a platform to put teachers voices out there so people can really hear the incredible work they're doing so um i just want to thank you for that well,
1: thank you for asking me you know I, I i love i love sharing my stories and love sharing what my kids are doing and i appreciate what you're doing giving you know teachers a voice um and have for years and it's very important and i and i do think we're going to come out of this with a better um understanding of what teachers do. I see that. I see that on, you know, social media. I see that in the news. I think that we're so concerned at rightly so with our, um, you know, doctors and nurses and healthcare providers as we should be. Um, I think when this is all done, we're going to see what teachers really did um you know kind of behind the scenes and that's where we kind of should be right now we you know right now it's just making sure everybody stays healthy um and we're gonna come out and parents are gonna know there's a lot of parents out there that are finally seeing what we're talking about
0: (laughs) they're saying we deserve a million dollars and I was like well thanks for finally noticing
1: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it but I really I'm it's so nice to see you and talk to you Um, Thank you for such, you know, great questions. And I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for being part of the Warriors of Education podcast, Kristen. And I just wish you the best of luck um, with everything. Okay.
1: Thank Thank you. Bye.
0: This has been the Warriors of Education podcast, dedicated to all the hardworking teachers across this country. We hear you. We see you. We honor you. Thank you.